Good morning, guys. Uh, let's do Resiliency Series Part 3. This is largely for myself spelling out the things that I think are going to matter to build resiliency um, in our mental state and to a, a lesser degree. It's not that I think they build it to a lesser degree, but to a lesser degree I'm, I'm less interested in, but also slightly interested in how they build it in our physical state as well. Um, to help us prepare for what's going to be a long period of continued stress due to the state of the world. Um, so today I want to talk about exercise, obviously, given the title. And I think, uh, you know, exercise's effects uh, on the brain have been widely known. We all know that exercise is good for us. It gives you uh, endorphins or whatever it gives you that <laughs> makes you feel good. Uh, i got to stop using scientific terms that I don't fully understand. And here's the thing that I think matters when it comes to... Uh, mental health and preparing your body's immune system. I think that daily moderate exercise is probably more important than, um, it's probably more important to prioritize than sort of the several times a week more high level. Uh, at least I find that that's true for my mental state. Um, I have work that tends to be fairly low-level physical. And in the past, when I've talked about exercise, I've talked about it as a way to help keep my body from being injured. And I have talked about how I feel like my dog walk before and after each workday where I walk for either a mile or two miles, depending on how I'm feeling each time, is a big part of what keeps me healthy, even while the work that I do with the spoon carving could be repetitive enough that it would injure my body. And I flirted with injury for a while now. Uh, and there's something about the dog walk and the way it loosens and limbers up my body that it really helps buffer me against those effects. In a similar way, I think that the walk uh, helps buffer me against, uh, um, against declines in my mental health as well. It's not that I always feel better after a walk, but it but it certainly helps stabilize everything. I think of it as ballast. It doesn't stop swings, but it makes them less extreme. Right. So if I'm having a down day and I go for a walk, it doesn't always make uh, me feel 
like I'm not having a down day, but it buffers me against tipping further. The reason I think moderate exercise is probably more important than the more intensive kind is that I don't I think it's easier for the intensive kind to start off with good intentions and then uh, and then fall off the bandwagon. It's not that I I think if you, if you are religious about doing your hour at the gym two or three times a week, I think it probably has the same effect. But if you have big goals of doing more like that and you're telling yourself that you're doing it for your mental health, well, when something happens and you don't make your gym date and then it happens again and you've got, all of a sudden you're down to one day a week and all of a sudden maybe you stop going to the gym or stop doing your, uh, right, we're in time of pandemic, or you stop doing your uh, exercises at home, well then what happens to your mental state? And so I think it's important to have a very low stakes, very low bar exercise built into your life. And probably the easiest thing is walking. And if you have a dog, uh, walking your dog is kind of that built in. I will say I find it really important for me to go the extra mile, literally it's a mile, uh, to park somewhere where I can walk the dogs off leash because I walk differently uh, off when I'm not holding a dog that's on a leash. Um, it's a better walk for me because I'm not pausing every time the dog wants to pause. It's a better walk for the dog, so that's not really the point of this podcast. And it's also better for me because I'm not being sort of jerked around by the dog, depending on what type of leash you use. So I think in terms of having a reasonable walking experience walking a dog, walking your dog around the block so it can go poop is not it. I'm talking about taking your dog for a mile. And I remember that used to feel daunting. Um, I didn't used to walk my dogs like this every day. We lived in a place um, where we didn't have to. The dogs just go outside and wander around and they did what they needed to do and we would go for walks but we didn't feel like we had to walk them every day. And then when we moved all of a sudden we couldn't do that and we had to start walking them every day but our our older dog at that point was getting kind of rickety and losing the use of her back legs. So we got her a, set, a wheelchair for the last year. And I actually discovered this place where I'm walking now because I was looking for places where I could bring my dog in the wheelchair and she could be on a road that was, uh, you know, not a path but a road and somewhere that was plowed in the wintertime but where there wasn't really any traffic. And so I discovered two or three places that kind of fit that bill, and this was by far the nicest of them, and let me go further. And that's how I discovered this place, and it kind of became a habit of just coming here. It takes me two minutes to drive, and having a nice walk twice a day. And I'm so glad that habit developed. It's not something that I would have just automatically done. And I see some, it's not that I 
want all these people who I see walking around my block with their dogs on leashes to find my spot and be here and then I have to negotiate their neurotic inability to handle dogs off leashes. Uh, it's not that I want that to happen, but I do think that um, if you are taking seriously the idea of using a dog walk as a chance to get this kind of exercise that will help buffer you uh, mentally and physically against stress, I think it's important to recognize that walking your dog at a slow pace around the block is not going to cut it. I mean, it's better than nothing, but it's not, it's not the same. Um, for a, all of my life, really, I've sought out work where I can be physical. And at various points along with that, I've done basic calisthenics. But I've never really been into sports. Um, and I've never been into uh, sort of hardcore calisthenics workouts, that kind of thing. I do think that, at least my understanding from listening to a couple people, is that if you're trying to build your immune system to the highest level, that pushing your body right now to be absolutely exhausted is not um, is not the best move right now. That you want to always think of keeping something, some, something in reserve, something in the tank. Because while pushing yourself to the brink of exhaustion is a good way to push your body to change, whether it's to lose weight or gain muscle or all of the sort of internal things that happen. It also puts tremendous strain on the body. And so finding a gentler middle ground where you... Is that a white dog here? Maisie! Oh, good girl. Um, finding a gentler middle path I think is important right now. Um, but I think whatever you can manage in your life that isn't going to give you a, a chronic injury, I think is what is worth doing when it comes to exercise and stress. I think the biggest issue here that I see is not so much, you know, doing anything wrong as it is being overzealous in thinking what it is that you're going to do and then not sticking with it. So I used to walk far less of this road than I do now. And I don't know, six months ago, I kicked it up to, I think it was at the beginning of the pandemic, actually. I think I recognized that I just was going to need more, a little more something in my life to deal with the stress that was <laughs> really mounting back then. So I kicked it up and basically doubled the amount that I was walking 
each day. And I feel like that was really helpful because um, it just gave me more time away from the house. It gave me a little more of whatever it is that you get when you go for a walk. Gave me more time outside with my own head. And, and it was not that crazy to do that versus, versus what I had been doing. I have this barrel that I'm actually approaching right now that is a really nice end point, a turnaround point. And I think it's helpful if you're going to do something like go for a run or go for a walk to have some point that you can see coming, that you can calibrate yourself towards to say, okay, here I am on this little journey I'm on. I'm about to kick the barrel and turn around. And there's something about that ritual that helps the whole habit stick. I would feel weird, you know, walking to where I could see the barrel and not doing it and not kicking it and turning around. There are times when I turn around early because I can tell the barrel's in the driveway of this abandoned house and the guy who still mows the lawn here is occasionally here and I'll turn around so that the dogs don't bark at him. But by and large, it's helpful to have those little rituals. Um, the other thing I would say is that it's important in your own mind to prioritize the time to do this kind of thing. And so that's where dogs are helpful for me. I feel like I'm doing it for the dogs. And you need to figure out for yourself what helps you stick to what you tell yourself you're going to stick to. Um, I'm pretty good at sticking to what I tell myself, but I'm better at sticking to my obligations to others. So having the dogs that need to be walked is a really valuable thing for me because if I was just telling myself I need to be walked, uh, I would be much more inclined to some days say, eh, it's raining, eh, it's too cold, I don't want to do it. And having animals that need it is really helpful. Um, I was actually thinking about this about um, probably the other big form of exercise in my life right now is, is scything and managing the grass in our lives. And I don't know if I would do it um, as, as diligently as I do it if it wasn't for the chickens that needed the grass to be bedded down. Usually seeing the chickens desperately in need of bedding in their run is what kicks me in the pants to say, okay, it's time to do it. And then another two or three weeks will go by and then I'll say, oh, okay, time to do more scything. And so just recognizing in yourself, are you the person who finds that helpful to have an external thing? Um, or are you someone who finds an internal motivation? Or are you someone who needs someone to hold you accountable? That's a whole other level. And I don't have experience with that. Um, so yeah, I think keep the bar low. Keep the exercise moderate. Figure out what motivates you so that you can do it. And just remember that it all ties in together. 
one of the reasons why I really don't like intense workouts or going for a run is that it requires a recovery day. I mean, if you're doing it properly, my understanding and certainly my experience is like if you push yourself super hard one day, you need a recovery day. And the fact of my work life is that I don't have a recovery day. Um, if I push myself too hard in a workout and my arms are shot and need a recovery day, well, guess what? I still need to do the work I need to do that use my arms the next day. And so I think a lot of times um, you know, if you have a desk job, great. That pattern might work for you. But if you don't have a desk job, don't set yourself up to do uh, some work that's going to put a strain on your body when you then have to do, sorry, do some exercise that's going to put a strain on your body when you then have to do your work, if your work is physical. Because um, that's how you get injured, either acutely in the moment or sort of subacutely strain your body, and I've done both. <laughs> uh, as always, I welcome your thoughts. I know we all do different things when it comes to exercise. Um, and I by no means claim to know all of what I'm doing. I do think I figured out a pattern that works well for me, both physically and, um, and certainly mentally, because I feel very stable. And, and it all ties in together. So, um, you know, having exercise helps you sleep. Eating properly helps you exercise. Um, it's, it all, it all ties together. And I believe tomorrow we're going to get into some things that are less physically based and more m mental, uh, which will be interesting. Um, so let me know what you think. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk tomorrow.